hi, welcome to another episode of Loan with Jen. So today I'm here with a good friend, realtor Kathy Crosby. Hi Kathy, everyone. Welcome. Thank you. So today we're talking about parents, a hack for you to build wealth for your kids. So we're talking about a long-term plan here. Of course, you know, a 401k and all these other investment instruments, I agree and I know Kathy agrees mm -hmm. that real estate is the all-time investment. So we're going to talk about three ways today to build wealth for your kids. Welcome to the Loan with Jen podcast, your weekly source to keep you informed on everything about financing your home, where you will hear real facts, no BS. I'm your host, Jennifer Hernandez, a loan officer since 1995, and over 4,300 families financed to date. If you're starting to think about buying or refinancing a home, wonder if you have the right credit, savings, or even income, you're in the right place. On my weekly episodes, I make complicated topics easy to understand. By the way, my license is NMLS 514497. The ideas expressed here are my own opinions and don't represent any legal advice. Thanks for joining, let's jump in. So Kathy, thanks for joining us today. You have experience at this. You have, that's most of your clientele. I do, I do. And I'm also in that empty nest zone where I am learning a lot about real estate and there are things that I wish I had done whenever my children were born. And there are things that I wish to do now that the market is kind of calming down a little bit, but we're seeing it ramp back up again, of course. So there really is no time like the present than to build real estate wealth. and. I just found it really interesting and I think we need to share it with everybody out there who has children or thinking about having children so that they can build the wealth for their kids because we want to leave a legacy for our families and yeah. this is a tremendous way to do that and it just will help them out in the long run. So let's that takes us to scenario number one in building wealth and the one that I wish I had done too because my kids now it's too late they're already 17 and 12. But let's rewind the clock and say that I did this in their first few years of mm -hmm. birth. So scenario number one is when they're born or soon thereafter, buy an investment property. Yes. And so let's talk about that. Let's talk about the concept of that. So you buy an investment property and then what do they do? Well, you buy a rental property and there are formulas for doing that and things to consider, but you are buying the rental property and you are theoretically hanging on to that for about 18 years until they go to college or until they do whatever they're going to do when they graduate high school. And at that point, you can sell the property to get the equity out of it to pay for whatever their future is going to be, or you can do a cash out refi to get that equity out, or you can even sell that home to that child with a strategy of gifting equity, is that correct? Yeah, so let's, we're gonna pause for a minute because okay. we just threw a lot out at yes. the listeners. The first way is like, let's say you buy the property. The idea is I'm gonna just let this roll for 18 years, mm -hmm. okay? So when you're buying it, it's good to know that you're gonna have to put 25% down for at least a decent rate on an investment. Right. 
And then how much should they look for, because you've dealt with a lot of investors, you actually mm -hmm. have a vast experience of rehabbing houses and you have a really unique background. What should they look for as cash flow when they're renting something they, out? They would like to see at least $300 per month in cash flow. And that is not money that you're using to live your life. That is money to stay in that house account to pay for maintenance over that period of 18 years because okay. inevitably you're going to have your air conditioner needs repair or perhaps during that period you'll need a new roof. So you don't want to have to pull out of your own personal finances necessarily to take care of that. Take you want to have that house account handle that. So to break that down, that means like, let's say I buy a property and let's say the monthly payment with like tax, insurance, everything included is $2,500. Mm -hmm. I want to look to where I should be able to rent that for 2800 Yes. So when Correct. I'm looking at, when I'm with my realtor, and that's what y'all do, I, I tell people all the time, like, talk to your realtor. Y'all can look in the MLS, right? You can look yes. up average rents in the area. So if you're looking at something with a client, you can say, okay, this is going to be your PITI, Principal Interest Taxes and Insurance. Mm -hmm. Are the rental values at least $2,800, $300 a month more. So that would be a, considered a good yes, investment. Definitely okay, a cool. good investment. So you get in, you let, just let the house ride. You mm -hmm. could be collecting rent. Uh, we actually have some other episodes that you might want to check out about property managers. I'm a big proponent of property managers. I actually, we only have one rental. Mm -hmm. And we have a property manager because it's not just our highest and best use. You know, right. we're not used to that. So that's that's another episode. You could check out the channel and yes. look for that. But basically, you just let this investment ride. You know, as a realtor, you're going to have probably a better knowledge of this number than me. But in Houston, anyway, in our market, average appreciation over time. Yes. It's like four to five percent, right? Yes, correct. Okay. So let's say you're in it for 18 years. Mm -hmm at an average of 4% a year, actually wrote down the number because it's it's my cheater, um, that's 72% increase, and I haven't even compounded, really it's more because it's compounding right. effect. So that's a 72% increase in value over 18 years. So that mm -hmm. means if you had a $400,000 purchase, that it 72% increase in value over that 18 years means that you would sell it essentially for about 688. Right. If those were the market times at the time. Right. So you would take that profit. Number one, you've been paying down the loan mm -hmm. for free because the rent's been paid. Well, for I was gonna say you haven't been the renter. Yeah. Has. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you had a 30-year loan, you're yes. about halfway through. Yes. You know, if you bought a place for four hundred thousand and you finance, let's say three twenty. Three twenty. You're probably at one fifty. But regardless of that, in this example, you know, you jumped from a $400,000 value up 72%, that overtime number that we talked about to 688. Right there, that's 280 right. that you're increased in value, plus the equity that's been built up mm -hmm. at no money out of pocket of your own, you know, having kept it rented for all that time. Right. So you could sell the property, get the money out, mm -hmm. and you've got money right there. You've got money to pay. For pay college, for college, for pay kid. for wedding, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And yes, and, and that and child. If you, if you don't want to do that and you want to keep renting it, you could do a cash out loan. You could mm -hmm. refinance that loan and get equity out. On an investment property, you can get equity out up to 75% of the value. So you would take that new higher value of, let's say, for this example, 688000 
and we, you would times that by 75%, right? and that would be the max loan that you can get. Yes. You won't get out as much as if you had just sold the property, but that's one way, to, that's a hack to build wealth. Yes, for and that's kids. a considerable chunk of change, mm -hmm. no matter how you look at it. Yeah, and real estate, I really believe that it's, it's much safer than the stock market. Right. I really think real estate is a great, 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 great investment. So that's hack number one. Agreed. And then we talked about hack number two is you could actually sell that property that you bought mm -hmm. to your kid. So as long as it's still a desirable area and, you know, it's a house that they like, which hopefully that would be the case. Right. Let's say that they're now graduated college and they have a job and they can, they've got some credit. You've got to help them develop credit over time. Then you can sell the house to them. Mm -hmm and they don't have to make a down payment. It's called a gift of equity. So I'll talk about that part because that's my wheelhouse. I was gonna say, I love this strategy because this is kind of new information for me. So I'm very yeah. intrigued. Yeah, so let's just say that the house is now worth 700. We're talking about that same $400,000 house that now has appreciated to the 688 or $700,000, let's say. Mm -hmm. And let's say that you just wanna gift it to them. You're just like, I just want to sell this house. I just want to have enough to pay my loan. Let's say your loan is 150. Mm -hmm. And that difference between the 700 and whatever you're willing to accept to pay the loan or pay yourself back for a little bit of your investment, you know, you decide that number. But let's just say for easy math that you sell it to them for 400, which was your initial. You right. Know, let's just say, okay, I'm going to sell you this house. Well, I'm going to sell you the house for 700, but I only really want 400 out of it. So that's a $300,000 delta, right? The kid's loan is gonna be 400,000 as long as they can qualify for that. Sure. And if they can't, you could lower it if mm -hmm. you want. I mean, you're the owner, right? You could do what you wanna do. So let's just say that the $400,000 works. You sell it to your kiddo for the 700, but their loan is 400. Mm -hmm. And as long as they qualify for that payment, that 300,000 is, you can just gift them. You sign a gift letter for us. It's just a paper trail. And at closing, 300000 from your seller proceeds literally gets hopped over to their to side, them. and that's their down payment. It's a very nice gift. It's very nice. <laughs> now, there might be tax ramifications depending on what tax gift limits are at that mm -hmm. time as far as your lifetime tax contributions. So that we'll have to deal with in 18 years when, when your kid is right. buying the house from you. But, but essentially, letting it a house build in value where you have major equity and you can really, the equity that you've built up to any amount that you choose, mm -hmm. you're basically going to sell the house to your kid. They have no money out of pocket. I mean, you can give them closing cost credit, they, they'll come out literally with like zero. Wow. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. Well, and this is a great strategy. I'm assuming can work on your primary home too. Like if you wanna. Yeah, if you're gonna sell it to them. Sell yeah. it to them. It, yeah, and you're gonna go to buy something else. It can be any mm -hmm. type of home that you mm -hmm. own. Yeah, okay. that you can do that. So you can give a gift of equity to when you're selling to a family member. Wonderful. Okay, so that's a second strategy. Now, the third strategy that we talked about, let's say that you didn't buy it when they were born. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you now buy it when they're in college. Yes. So the third strategy is your kiddo's going to college, like yours is about to. Yes. 
And so tell us about that. And this is a new strategy I just learned about myself. The thought was it would be really nice to buy a property where he's going to school because we know he'll be there for four years. And instead of paying rent to someone who, if you're in real estate, that just Breaks bothers you. It does yes. to have to pay rent to anybody else. So you want to buy a property. Well, my first initial thought was, gosh, it's an investment property. We have to put 25% down. And that's a big chunk of change when you're talking yeah. about a college town. Most places are going to be 400000 minimum because mm -hmm. you want to get at least, I would think, a three-bedroom property because roommates the idea is you buy this property then your roommates essentially pay that mortgage yeah but i learned that you only have to put about three to five percent down because your child is going to live in that property and they can also be on the loan with you correct they can so this is a really great strategy so we get calls from lots of parents that say my child is going to college and I want to buy a property for them. So the first thing that we do is we try to put the kid on the loan. Mm -hmm. Now the kid needs credit. They have to have a credit score. The important thing is it's not a credit score that they've been mooching off your authorized user accounts. Like you need to get them their own credit card. Now you might pay it when they're young, but like them just being an authorized user on your Amex, that's like a fake credit score. Okay. So lenders actually don't like that. We make you remove yourself from that so we can see what your standalone credit is. So one thing you can do as a parent is to work on getting your child from the time that they're able to get a credit card, I think it's like 16 or 17, mm -hmm. building their own standalone credit. Okay, so that's number one. So when they go to college, Putting them on the loan is the primary occupant. They don't have to have any income. They're just there, but they do have to have that credit score. Okay. Okay. So if you start when they're 15, 16, then it should be okay after three years. And they only need one credit card, y'all. You don't need a ton of stuff mm -hmm. for this to happen. So do that. And then they're considered, it's considered a primary residence because they're living there as their primary. Now you're co-signing. Okay. So you're income, merit, and all that is co-signing, and they're on that property, and you can co-sign and you don't have to be on title, so they can be the only ones in title, or you can be on there with them, but they can do 3% down as a first-time buyer. Wow. Which I'm assuming if they're in college, they're a first-time buyer, right. or you can choose to put more down, that's fine. Right. But, and it starts getting credit in their name, but it starts having a house in their name as well. Mm -hmm. And then later on, you can decide what you want to do with it. Y'all might want to keep that as a rental. You might want to have refinance it into their name only. And that's them acquiring or really kind of inheriting this real estate that's either making rental income right. for, for themselves. Or y'all can sell it later on when you don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. and, and figure out how to split the proceeds. And figure out how to split the proceeds, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's a great strategy. House ha hacking is a great strategy for anybody who wants to buy their first home. Yeah. If they buy a two or three bedroom home, then ideally those renters are paying you the rent mm -hmm. that is paying your mortgage. So yeah. theoretically, the primary is living there for free. Yeah. Is what your goal is. And so I think this is a fantastic way yeah. to build wealth for your children. Yeah. So these are three ways that parents can help their kids with, with wealth building, with real mm -hmm. estate, which is the 
best investment. Absolutely. All, all right, Miss Kathy, thank you so much. I'll put Kathy's information down below if you want to contact her if you're in the Houston area and you need an awesome realtor right here. Thank this lady. you. She's got a heart of gold. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on another episode. Thank you for listening to the Loan with Jen podcast. Keep joining me each week to stay up to date on the mortgage industry as I'll dive into relevant topics so your home financing process, whether you're buying or refinancing, is smooth and simple. If you enjoyed today, please click follow and that way you'll never miss an episode. To find us on social media, just go to Loan with Jen on any of the social media handles, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in this week for Real Facts, No BS. Talk soon.